we focus on how we can improve our physical health so that we can enjoy the life God has called us to, to the absolute fullest. What's going on, ladies? I hope you're having a great day and a great week so far. I am so happy to be here with you, as always, and welcome if it's your very first time. I hope you come back. I hope you hang out all the time, and welcome to all of you, my regulars, who do hang out all the time. Uh, what should I tell you about? Okay, coming up soon, <laughs> like what month are we in? What day is it? We are just about to begin the eight-week beginner challenge, which is going to kick off April 25th. This looks like full-length workout videos, planned for you workouts. It's everything I talk about on the podcast condensed into eight weeks. So eating your vegetables, eating high protein, figuring out tracking your macros, it's all of that wrapped up with a bow on it, and I hold your hand through it. Literally, that's the best way I can describe it to you. So if you really have been trying to piecemeal this together and it's not working for you, or you're a newer listener and you have not had the opportunity before to do one of these, this is definitely where I would want you to start out. It's also way more cost effective to do it as a group than to have one-on-one coaching, which I also offer, but this is a lot more um, accessible to most people. So we have a good time. We encourage each other. There's weekly giveaways, so you have a little bit more impetus to actually drink your water when you know that at the end of the week you might win a prize for it and all that kind of stuff. So it's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to take the knowledge and be able to do this going forward. This is how I live. I do not go on diets, do cleanses, whatever. I just eat 80-20 all the time. I eat mostly whole clean foods like we talk about, and I have some treats, and I don't sweat it if I'm at a party or barbecue or whatever. I'm going to teach you all of that and literally hold your hand through it and look at your food logs personally. I do cap the number. I'm not sure what we're at right now because I'm recording this just a week out. So I know at the time of recording this, I only just, (laughs) I didn't even put it out to the email list yet. I just announced it on the podcast and we're a quarter of the way full already. So um, just shoot me your email at fitmomlifetothefullest.com. G- Sorry, one more time. fitmomlifetothefullest at gmail.com if you'd like to get on the list or you can go to the website fitmomlifetothefullest.com. But I do cap it at 25 because I am personally emailing you and looking at your food logs every other week. And I'm obviously not going to do that for a thousand of you. (laughs) So yeah, there's that. That's what's coming up. But today, what we're talking about is getting uncomfortable in your workouts. What do I mean by this? And do you know if you're there? Do you know if you're actually in the uncomfortable zone? Here's the thing. You probably, I'm going to go on a limb and say like 90% of you are not. And you're like, ouch, Brittany, that does not put, you did not put that much faith in us. But here is the thing. I want you to like take this ride with me, walk with me, visualize yourself in a workout. How do you feel? How do you look? How is your body reacting? Now, some of this stuff is like some of the markers that people go by, like if you're sweating or if your face is red, some of that is just genetics and the way your body is wired, right? Some people just don't sweat that much. Some people don't really turn red. Some people like me, literally start running above a normal pace, like a a jogging pace. If I go any faster than jog, like my face is beat red. (laughs) So that's like not a great indicator of how hard I'm working. So those are not great indicators. But what is a great indicator is how you feel during it, how much more you could give, how much more is in the tank. And I bring this up because this could be such a big factor in whether or not you are making strides in your fitness journey if you are progressing And I'm not just talking about fat loss. I'm talking about whatever your personal goals are. If you are not, if you're just kind of chilling in the middle and you're kind of feeling like bored in your workouts or you don't feel bored, you're doing them, but maybe you don't know what getting uncomfortable actually feels like. And 
this is something, it's definitely a limitation of working with people virtually online that I am writing programs for people and giving them videos to do and then checking in and hearing from them how it's going. It's a definite limitation to not be in person with someone watching them and looking at their body cues and things like that. I say this because we don't have someone in person pushing us, making sure that we are putting forward our max effort or close to our max effort. Maybe in a class, this is also a difficulty of being in a class setting is that you can totally get away with phoning it in in a class and just kind of taking it easy, but you could also go way too hard and get injured. So obviously there's a perk to having a trained professional with you doing this. But for most of us, no one's going to be able to afford that. <laughs> Having your own personalized trainer with you for every single workout is not really attainable. So next best thing here, I want you to take what I'm saying and try to apply this to your workouts, whether I'm programming them for you or I actually, a lot of my clients will say that. They're like, you were like on my shoulder through my workout telling me this thing you always say in your demo videos, like make sure that you don't push through the hips and overarch your back because that's something people tend to do on like RDLs or squats. Uh, and it's a big way to injure yourself. But whatever it is, if you're doing your own workouts, doing another program, are you uncomfortable? Or do you always feel like you could literally just work out and then like go out to dinner afterward? You should not. <laughs> you should not feel like nothing happened. Uh, again, maybe you aren't sweating, but still you should feel if you're doing a strength workout, maybe you feel your muscles kind of pulsing or twitching. In February in the Chasing Greatness group, we did a strength focus month. And I said, ladies, you're not going to be super sweating. You might not feel like super heart pumping. But afterwards, since we're, we were doing like push pull leg style, splitting your muscle groups like that, said, since we're doing so much volume to one muscle group, you should feel kind of a pump in that muscle after, which is just your body's sending more blood to that muscle group. So you should feel different during, after, and whatever at every part of your workout. It should not just feel, ooh, sorry, thought I turned that off. You should not just feel like you can go all day, okay? You need to get uncomfortable. And then guess what? This is the carryover in quote-unquote like real life outside of your workouts. There are times that things are gonna be uncomfortable and it helps you to push through it. When I created this website, my website, fitmomlifetofullest.com, that's the quote on my main home screen is, the world offers you comfort, but you are not made for comfort. You are made for greatness. It's by Pope Benedict Sixteenth, And it's just so true. All of us are going to prefer comfort. I'm going to prefer comfort. I'm going, we want to take the easy way out. Our bodies, our minds, we're, as humans, we look for the easiest way and we want to do the easiest thing, which sometimes is awesome. Like that's a great problem solving ability and to find more convenient ways to do things or like the whole work smarter, not harder. But you can't apply this to your personal growth, your physical fitness, maybe not even to your nutrition because hence comfort foods. We like what's easy. We like what's comfortable. We like to feel comforted. And Bad for you, quote unquote, foods that should be part of your 20%, not your 80%. Especially I'm talking about like highly processed foods that are made in a way to comfort you. They are going to give you temporary comfort. If you sit on the couch, put your feet up and like fall face first into a bag of barbecue chips, you are going to feel temporary comfort because it's going to literally like release chemicals in your brain like endorphins like, I don't want to just cite other ones that I'm not positive, but I believe serotonin or something else. I'm thinking of, oh, oxytocin. That's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> I'm like, what is that one? 
It releases that in your body so that you actually feel comforted. So, but is that going to last, right? It's, it's not going to last. It's fleeting. You're going to, if you look to anything in the world for comfort, it's going to give it to you for a couple minutes or an hour or whatever it is, and then it's gone. So I love that quote, and I love hopefully approaching life with that perspective in which that life's And I'm not saying, of course, that I'm doing this all the time. I hope you know that. And if you've been with me a lot, you know that. If I'm talking about it on the podcast, it means it's something that I'm dealing with too and that I need to work on. And there is always, you know, error on both sides of the road because some of you listening to this might be like, I never give myself a break. I never take it easy. I don't even take a rest day. I don't relax, like all of that stuff. That's obviously a problem. Comfort is not in and of itself a bad thing, right? But the other side of it is those of us who never get out of comfort mode. We basically live in sloth mode. This is something I see. I think this is the way that our culture leans much more right now. And we don't even know how good we have it. Because every like meme, every tweet is like, I need a 25-hour nap and a full a four-day trip to the Bahamas and a margarita the size of my head or whatever. And it's funny. It's a joke. Or it's like something along those lines, right? About how much we need rest, need a vacation, whatever. How much are we even actually working in there? Like, life is supposed to be work. Do we know that? Like, this is not supposed to be the the quote-unquote good part. Like, there's good, beautiful parts of life. But we are here to serve. I think we get lost in that a lot. And especially for those of us who our vocations is in to be in the world, not of the world, right? As moms, as wives, whatever. If we were missionaries in Haiti, we probably would not be thinking, I just need a break. I need like a week off. I need... Like, yes, you seek rest. Yes, you take time for prayer. Yes, you take time for retreat or might get some like time off, vacation time off somewhere in there. But I think we forget about it in these vocations that we're in because we're so closely entangled in the culture that if we're not careful, I know for me, for sure, I can tend to fall into that trap of like, well, mom should, you know, my life is mom so hard, it should be easier. No, it shouldn't. Like no one said it was going to be easy. But here's the thing, and this is what I love about the Pope, Benedict quote, because comfort's not going to satisfy us. So the world does offer us comfort, but we're not going to be satisfied from that. And take this to your workouts. Take this to your nutrition. If you're just fumbling on through your workouts, you're never uncomfortable. You're not going to be happy with yourself, right? You're not going to feel challenged. You're not going to feel that sense of accomplishment from doing something hard. That's why people do sign up for difficult things, whether it's like a lifting competition or a race or whatever. And anyone you talk to will say the feeling when they crossed that finish line or went on that podium or whatever it is, was unparalleled. Like just a sense of accomplishment and rising to the challenge, rising to the occasion. You don't get that feeling from sitting on the couch watching Netflix all day, (laughs) right? Because that's the difference. There's a time and place for relaxation. And if you've had a hard day of work and stuff and then you finally get to put your feet up and talk to your husband and have a glass of wine or something, that is such a great feeling. That's that's a different feeling than if you your entire life is comfort all the time and then there's just no difference. So I think all of us need to look at our lives in general and see where we are just turning to comfort too much and need to strip away some of those comfort. It's still Lent right now as I'm recording this. That's a beautiful time to strip away some of these comforts. It's, I look at my life, I'm like, man, 
it's just layers and layers of comfort that I don't even realize. I'm like, well, I've given up this, this, and this. I'm like, yeah, but I still have all of this stuff that I turn to for comfort that I'm not super detached from. So all of this is to say that in your life, in your workouts, we're not made to just be comfortable. And you are going to level up by going through being uncomfortable, right? No change is going to happen. You're not going to grow if you're sitting in what's comfortable, what's easy, what's consoling or whatever. It's going to cost a little bit. It's going to, I don't want to say hurt a little bit, but think of it in your workouts because this is what I try to walk my clients through. There is a difference between feeling a muscle working or feeling actual pain. There's a difference between, wow, this is hard, or I'm fatigued, or wow, I need to lie down. So I don't want you to push yourself to that point and be like, Brittany's out, I need to be uncomfortable. So this is super, I'm having a shooting pain in my calf, and that's really uncomfortable. <laughs> that is not what I mean. I mean, like your lifting should actually be uncomfortable to you. Anytime, and I have lifted for like over 10 years now, if I'm doing a heavy squat and I'm coming up from the bottom of that squat, it's uncomfortable. I'm always like counting down what I do for myself and for clients usually is I count, if say I'm doing 12 reps of something, I'll count like up to six and then I'll count down to one just because I don't, I feel like it goes faster <laughs> than if I count all the way up to 12. It's like, okay, now six, five, four, three, two, one on the reps. But every single time I'm like, oh. and now with running, every single time I'm running, it's like, okay, thank God there's another mile. Now I have five miles left or whatever I have left. So it doesn't even necessarily make the act easier because as soon as it becomes comfortable is when I want you to bump yourself up a level. And clients will tell me this when I'll put in their workout notes, like after two weeks, try this next one or whatever. And they'll sometimes say like, I saw that number in there. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to row a 20 pound kettlebell. But then once they go for it, they feel it. It was work. They barely got it, but they got it. You got to be okay with being uncomfortable. And that's when you're going to grow. That's when you're going to change. That's when your body's going to change. That's when your muscles are going to remember what lifting is. You're literally tearing down your muscles for them to grow back stronger. You need to let them be torn down or else you're just – and maybe you want to maintain what you currently have. That's totally fine. If you're trying to maintain, that's not going to be a huge problem to stay kind of comfortable. But our bodies are also very good at regulating to what we do. So that maintenance can only even last so long eventually your body, that's just going to be normal to you. Like for example, somebody who walks a ton for work, maybe like a male person, male carrier who walks door to door and has to deliver, can't just drive on by and throw the mail in. This is my male person. He has to walk (laughs) to each door because our mailboxes are on our houses. But if they're like, man, why aren't I, if say a male carrier is like, I don't know, a hundred pounds overweight, I don't know, maybe that was too much, 50 pounds overweight. And they're like, I cannot lose weight and I walk so much. Yeah, because your body is used to that now. You're probably eating the calories to match that. You are walking that much every day. Your body, our bodies are very efficient. They're supposed to be able to adapt to what we do. So you need to put a new um, or a different stimulus on it, right? Or take some calories away to be in a calorie deficit. You need to do something to switch it up. So that's why, that's why being comfortable is so detrimental in your workouts because it's not really doing anything for you. Okay. Next workout, what I want you to do, 
is take stock of what's going on with yourself in your body and think, is this too easy for me right now? Could I bump this up? Could I do a set with a little bit of heavier weights? Could I do an extra couple of reps? If Brittany was here, would she think I'm working? That is the difference. You're going to absolutely be thrilled with the results mentally, physically, everything. Because again, the carryovers are abundant. There's a lot of life that's really unpleasant. And if we're used to putting ourselves into uncomfortable times and pushing through it, then we we take more, we have more confidence in our own abilities and our in our own resilience and grit. I think grit and fortitude are such wonderful qualities. That's an excellent book. I don't know if I've ever talked about it on this podcast, but Grit by Angela Duckworth. It's just something you can't teach. You can't, well, I talked in a couple podcasts, a couple podcast episodes ago, maybe it was just the last podcast, I don't know, about um, not giving yourself an out. Lost my train of thought there for a second. It came back, the train circle back station. I talked about not giving yourself an out. This is like something that you can't teach. It's just that mentality of just don't tell yourself there's an option. If you don't tell yourself there's an option, you're going to have to do it. Grit is like that. It's You're going to get it done no matter what. It doesn't matter how you feel. doesn't matter whatever. So this is all along the same lines. Step outside your comfort zone. Push yourself. And maybe that's like more mental than physical, especially for women. A lot of women are very nervous to lift weights, especially in front of other people. Great chance to be outside your comfort zone. You are made for comfort. No, <laughs> you are not made for comfort. You are not made for comfort. You are made for greatness. You don't want to be mediocre. You don't want to have a mediocre relationship. You don't want to have a mediocre. You don't want to be a mediocre mom. You don't want to. And it's. I'm not saying that somebody who does easy workouts, I think, is a mediocre mom. But I'm hoping you're getting, catching my inferences and, and getting what I'm saying. This is why the group is called the Chasing Greatness Group. You, we all want to be striving for greatness, right? We don't want to be sitting in what we can already do or be sitting in mediocrity because it's just... It's not going to fill our spirits and our souls the way that doing something hard, getting through it and rising to the challenge is going to. All right. I'm going to leave it there today. And I hope that resonated with you. And I hope you know that I am working on this myself every single day. I appreciate you being here. And if you have not rated and reviewed the podcast, I would appreciate if you would take a second to do that. And as always, if you need anything from me, go ahead, please, and email me at fitmomlifetothefullest at gmail.com or message me on Facebook or Instagram. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I'll talk to you next time. Bye.